Welcome, friends. It's tanked up. The podcast. All about video games and beer. I'm Ben. Here with Lucy. Hi. And Adol. We missed you, Lucy. Also, ah, hello, everyone you. else. It's true. <laughs> it's episode 333. And in a slight change to the schedule, we're going to be talking about games this episode. You've already had 332 where Adol and I run through a topic which happened to be some of the E3, not E3 things. So go back, listen to that if you fancy. But we're going to be talking about games on this episode. And of course, drinking some beers. Um, I'm going to open up a beer. It is from Pomona Island. It's called Iron Bloke. Um, And it's a salted chocolate stout. Um, It's not really the weather for stouts, but I haven't had one for ages. And when I saw this in the shop, I'm like, ooh... Salted chocolate. Okay, let's see what this is. It's seven percent. Um, I enjoy the flavor textures. Oh, I'll show you the can. It's like it's almost like mask, but sort of a face hugger over the bad guy from mask. Mm. Oh, I'm not really sure. Um, the flavor text is I am salted chocolate stuff. That's it. Um, okay. So yeah, short and sweet. Short and sweet, exactly. I shall crack this open. Natal, what are you going to do? It's me. Uh, I'm having the second of the mm. Garden Brewery, um, the second, another Garden Brewery collab of the, the series that they've just done. This time it's with Lervig. Um, Muskox, Doverfell, Norway, pre- present in huge numbers until hunted to extinction, reintroduced 1947. So the whole series is like environmentally oriented mm-hmm. and it's collabs the oh it's i i missed this on the other can i don't know why it's the restore Our earth collab fest 2022 where they teamed up with 16 breweries friends from 16 different nations to create 16 collab beers and this is the norway and garden brewery one and it is the uh, west case double west case west coast double dry hopped ipa assertive dank resinous and chewy a classic west coast ipa with modern hop products spectrum and incognito and it is a a lithe six percent did i make that up (laughs) six percent yeah and look it's the muskox that, that i talked about before look at them cute faces I mean, uh, so I'm going to pour this beer, and you're going to. I like a. You disagree? I like a, th- a, a, a flavor text where they're like, "We're here to help restore the earth." The muskox, which almost went extinct, but was reintroduced in 1947. That's a long time. You know that that, that must be well, one but... of the the like early like at least kind of within our century. You know, a war and lots of shit was happening. You mean in the in the early years? But that's kind of. That's very early, you would think, to kind of try and For reintroduce. Uh, uh, I think there's lots of stuff going on now, especially in sort of like the UK and Scotland and, and other places of reintroduction of uh, of certain animals, and even down here in the in the southwest, you know, like uh, um, certain kind of animals that are kind of being reintroduced. That's that that's very ahead of its time. It yeah. seems. Yeah, I mean, I don't, like, I don't know were when going extinct at like the early 1900s. And- Oh yeah, eighteen hundred. So it's like maybe oh no, we can't get our dodo eggs for breakfast anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it, it might be that we just don't hear about them as often as we mm. could. Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, to be to be fair, what's nineteen forty seven? That's before the heydays of the fifties and sixties, where the boomer generation started fucking the planet over because they stopped caring about the world because they didn't realize that the rest of the world mattered because they were too busy. Practicing free love, except for the planet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. This is our game episode, not our political rant episode. I mean, it, it can be. Uh, Let's see if I can about... pour this beer without spilling. Oh, also, I, I figured out a trick. I, I, sh- I keep doing this for the pours when I could just do a this. Roll back and pour at a reasonable height. Oh, that's true. I'm an idiot. That. I've been doing this for like two years with my weird gymnastics. <laughs> That's fine. Um, as you would expect from my beer, it's a stout. Oh Jesus! It's very dark, of course. Uh, it's 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 as, as black as my top. Um, even even blacker, in fact, 
even like deeper mm. look, it's like a, just devoid. It's just it's thick. It's it's lovely. It was lovely and carbonated. Um, I feel that even at seven percent, it's going to be a little bit thin because it was very carbonated, and the head has gone really, really quickly from this. Um, but the nose is like all sorts of like burnt. Um, mm. I know it's salted chocolate, and you're getting a little bit of that salt. But I think only in terms of enhancing kind of a really incredibly like burnt roasted uh, note on the nose. Oh, it's interesting. Really, unlike the previous episode's beer, which was incredibly inviting, this isn't doing very much for me. It's not sort of saying, hey, you should drink this. It's kind of saying, hmm, hmm. I'd be really curious to see how your palate acclimatizes. If it's that, like, let's say distinct, to, mm-hmm. to be use a neutral word. Mm. So, I like the flavour. Um, I'll say that straight away. Uh, it's got a very smooth mouthfeel. I was saying, actually, it feels like it's going to be very thin because of that carbonation and the lack of head. Um, it's very smooth. It does have lactose. It does have oats in. Um, and I only know that because they are allergens, um, along with barley and wheat. Um, but it's it, it, it's actually really smooth. Um, that's lovely. That burnt note, and I can absolutely pick on up on it now. It's almost pure licorice. It is not much more than that. It's very, very licorice. I don't like uh, licorice too much, though. That being the mm. taste sounds a bit yeah. Off-putting. So, like I don't like licorice a huge amount i'll eat it that's fine um but it's not like a sweet that i would go to it's not sweet that i would pick but this and i don't think i've ever really picked up on licorice before kind of being a very burnt sort of flavor um it's very kind of like a sour bitterness i suppose Mm. it's kind of like very earthy. Um, again, a little bit. I mean, I'm not getting any chocolate from this at all. Um, like I said, I am salted chocolate. I'm not sure what salted chocolate I've had. Like sea salt kind of mm. milk chocolate I've had before. Or like salted caramel um, I've had before. I don't think I've had like, you know, like a salted 80% dark chocolate or anything like that before. Which... I would imagine this is a you know getting a little bit more towards, but the overriding flavour is licorice. You don't get much more than that. To see if this opens up a little bit more, but I don't mm. think it's going to. Interesting. I'll give more notes later. Adol, we'll come back to you. Uh, so this is uh, quite given that the hellers I had last uh, last episode was kind of hazy. Mm. As a West Coast Delta High Up IPA, I was expecting something along those Hazes lines, and it's like, you can see my eye through the beer. Yep. Ooh, creepy. Why did I do that? <laughs> um, it's quite clear, but it's this lovely sort of coppery color. Um, poured with very little head, but it's, you know, it's got decent lacing, thin, thin layer on top. Uh, the nose is quite light. Which I was not really expecting, giving this double dry hop. Mm-hmm. But, oh, it's got depth to it. There's a sweetness, floralness. Okay. Um, but almost no bitter. Such a delicate nose. Mm-hmm. Delicate's a better word than light. Um, and I swear there's a bit of appleiness, but I'm guessing that's just from that very apple-forward beer I had before this. Mm. It's a lovely color. Mm. Isn't it, though? Isn't it? Um, I'm, I'm trying to acclimatize and, and blend in. Ah, you've only been here, like, 15 years. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of crazy that my accent is not that much different. Mm. Like, I know people who've been here for, like, three years, and they, like, 
have warped. I don't... Anyway. Shit. It's probably because every week I do this, like, announcer voice reading of a beer can. Um, That's what keeps you true and honest. Yep. Um, oh, this is really also light and delicate. Um, It's got a lovely latent sort of slightly piney bitterness that just sort of lingers. Um, But again, there's that overriding a bit of sweetness that's just keeping it feeling delicate. Mm-hmm. Tastes about 6%. It's got good mouthfeel. Um, there's almost no tropical or anything. It's it's like a, I would say, more like a classic IPA from before IPA became an experimental genre, we'll call it. Mm-hmm. So I'm it's not quite sort of prototypical of West Coast, but it's really nice. Um, there is a bit of that, um, there's a bit of, that bitterness has a bit of a piney and like metallicness to it. Okay. Um, but like I said, there's still that light, delicate, slightly sweet floral on top of it, which just makes it like it's it's like a. It's gonna sound like a bad description, but like it's like a bog standard IPA with a very interesting, slightly piney metallic finish, and on top just this swipe of sweet and floral, which was why it's not a bog standard IPA. I just mean like the core taste is what you'd expect from an IPA. And then it has these interesting notes that aren't very strong. So mm. you could, if you want an IPA and you didn't like those things, you wouldn't notice them that much. But if you, this is a beer you want to sit and sip rather yep. than like throw back. Cause there's these boisterous tastes that you just want to reintroduce. Um, much like yours. I am now curious once my pal get used, gets used to it, what will ensue you, yours, whether it'll become more appetizing, more interesting mine, whether there's things I'm missing or whether there'll be more depth to be found as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Cool. So let's then jump into our gaming chat for this week. Lucy, as you weren't on the previous episode, uh, I know there is a game that both you and Adel have been playing that you want to talk about, but is there anything else that you want to launch in um, to start with? Um, uh, no, I'm still plodding away at uh, Freshly Frosted almost finished mm. that um, really enjoying that one puzzle took me a very very long time <laughs> so um, yeah still still, I think I'm on the last or the, or maybe the penultimate um, last set of levels so uh, yeah really enjoying that still um, nice. I played and finished Bugsnacks uh, I think oh, yeah. I started about three weeks ago I know Dale played that on a stream, I think, mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. Yeah, I first looked at it, so I only played mm-hmm. the first hour and a half to it. Well, about two hours, but I was not... I was playing pretty leisurely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I started it around, maybe just before, or maybe just after you um, mm. try it out. But yeah, um, I really enjoyed it. I um, It's it's a very cutesy game. Um, I really enjoyed the characters. I mean, the voice acting is really good. I think they've got like some top-tier talent on, on the voice cast mm. so um yeah those characters are you know really personable and you know likable and i like the game play it's basically like kind of a pokemon-ish game that mm-hmm. doesn't last yeah. 40 50 hours and it's just rotors hell um um but yeah i really enjoyed bug snacks uh even better though it was uh free on game pass nice um and uh, i've been playing cookie clicker except on the play date <laughs> Which is called Cookie Cranker. Um, because you it makes it a hundred times naughtier sounding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just plugging away in the background um, on my play date. Uh, yeah. oh, I saw the eyebrows. <laughs> but uh, yeah, because I, I never got into Cookie Clicker that much. I was always mm-hmm. a Universal Paperclips girl. I just like that kind of like sterile and you know, very corporate look of <laughs> universal paperclips mm. uh, compared to Cookie Clicker. So, um, but yeah, I, I'm working my way through the Playdate season one games, and one I've really enjoyed is called Flipper Lifter, where you're basically just moving a elevator up and down a few floors, um, different levels. The elevator can go side to side, up and down, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But you're basically delivering penguins off at different floors of this. Nice. That's amazing. Uh, skyscraping tower that keeps getting taller and taller the longer you go. But yeah, just just really neat little experiences from there. But um, yeah, that's 
That's all I can think of. That's okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I might just jump in very quickly then, uh, um, mm-hmm. just to um, say so I, I again barely played uh, anything apart from uh, Planet Zoo. Um, it would have been a good launching point for me to jump in and say I've been playing the conservation. Um, pack which has just come out when Ada was talking about the muskox and the reintroduction um, but there will be a much bigger article going up on out of lives next week about the conservation pack uh, i managed to get a few questions in with the developers as well so that will be up on the site for everyone nice. to see but i did try point p that you put us onto last week lucy yeah mm-hmm. which i've very much been enjoying um Good. and i also because i really like the uh, Time Flies um, kind of trailer and chat from the dev at the Dare the Devs um, talk mm-hmm. on E3. Um, Kids was, um, which, which they previously developed, Kids was um, like £2 on the Play Store. And the Play wow. Store was like, hey, I have £2 just to buy whatever you like. And I'm like, well, yeah, of course this basically meant, makes this like three pence. Yeah. Um, so I've just played kids as well. Oh, is that um, the one where it's the like the black and white like mass yes. of yes move people. move yeah, human yeah, through the hole move <laughs> human through the big crowd of space yeah, yeah very mm. kind of abstract but 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 mm-hmm. great in that sort of sense of being like what what have I got to do here <laughs> what well, d- d- does it matter what what do here just experiment just yeah. move around just play Could, have you played plug and play. No. The previous game? No. Okay, uh, yeah, let's play that. That might be... Well, if it's not free, it's a very similar low price. Mm-hmm. The Steam sale's on now, so yes, probably it pick is. it up for pennies. Um, yeah, I think it's like just today. So, yeah. Uh, that's another very weird human centipede-like kind of, <laughs> uh, <laughs> kind of game with, with little experience. So, yeah, mm. definitely recommend that. Nice. Nice, um, that, and that's it. That's all I've been kind of um, <laughs> um, playing with this week. Um, uh, at all? Oh, can, can, can I just uh, of PSA? Quick PSA. Yeah, um, if anyone is struggling to play a demo um, off, like you know, Steam or something like mm-hmm. that, time-based demo, because demos are time-based now, which is ridiculous. Uh, basically, Agreed. I w- I wanted to try. Neon White because I, I had looking I was looking forward to that game for yep. for a bit and it's like oh it came out was it last week or something but it's just it was like oh suddenly it's out and it's like okay I, I never got around to the demo I want to try it launch the demo it's like well you can't launch the demo simply can't out of your Steam library and I think I might have known this before but um someone uh, I just looked on the Steam forums for neon white i was thinking is there anywhere else i can play the demo maybe it's on switch or something Mm -hmm. but someone said if you've already downloaded it and it's on your computer just go into the steam files and you can launch it uh, from there and it's like i think i knew that but i think i forgot it as well so it's like just a good reminder because as soon as i started playing it i was like okay it it took maybe i'd say generously five minutes before I just went to the store and bought it because that oh, game wow. seems really good. Nice. Oh, I, um, I'm. it's on my radar. I just have mm-hmm. been trying to be patient about it. Yeah, I was just like got recently gifted a Steam uh, Oh, yeah, I mean, if you like, have the Steam credit. Yeah, I was, I was going to wait for the sale, um, Steam sale, and see if I wanted anything else, but I was just like, no, I'm just going to I mean, it's ten percent off on the Steam sale. It's nothing. Oh, it was. was, I didn't know if because it was ten percent off as its launch sale. Mm. I I don't know if that would would have gone away. They just rolled through that ten percent for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I think just good. That's Um, good. I mean, like you know, more word of mouth gets out, more people want to pick it up and be incentivized by that ten percent discount. But yeah, um, I I will play that. As soon as I finish the game, I will be talking about. Okay, cool. I, I I did play a couple of demos as well from the next fest, mm. and I've got a few mm. more uh, in my library ready to go. So I've got Brewmaster, uh, Broken mm-hmm. Pieces, right, and The Last Worker kind of ready to go um, to to be able to play, but I haven't got to them yet. But I did try Terra Nil, which was one of those games which we were we were talking about, kind of because lots of articles have been kind of written about um, that new free lives. Uh, game and I tried CyberCorp as well. Um, both kind of um, looked good just from scrolling through the um, 
the next fest kind of um, stuff. Um, but I won't talk about them. I've only spent a very small amount of time with them, and you know, as, as mm-hmm. demos go, yeah. both of them were fine. They give me a, a, a good understanding about what that game is going to be, um, and we shall see yeah. the, the price points that they kind of come out at to see if they yeah. are worth, uh, or at least what I think they are worth. Um, mm-hmm. um, I've been tinkering with a few demos. The only yeah. one I'd probably say check out is um, Angerfoot. Oh, was there a demo uh, for that? Yeah, it might still be it might still be live. Um, but yeah, go play that because it's one of those where it's like same with neon white. It's like okay, this just goes. It's like uh, the demo is there. still out. <gasps> I'm about downloading it now. Oh, if, I mean, if my, I, if my I... internet craps out and uh, <laughs> the the frame rate on our stream goes to shit, then you know why. Yeah, I actually so knew about this game through. Uh, loading ready runs watch and play series where normally it's they play bad games that are terrible uh and this was a, it was a palette quen- quencher that someone was like hey this is, this is up your alley and i was like oh my god this game looks ridiculous yeah uh so i yeah, i also didn't first realize first person it, it was, miami yeah it was yeah it was, it was, exactly it was exactly that's exactly what i said em- in the emphasis in the on the kicking I, but, yeah it's great looks yeah. great um, feels great. And it's just good. Yeah. It's not even supposed to come out for another year, unfortunately. I know because I was like, I was like, okay, I'm not deleting this demo because sometimes I just may want a little. Hit of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's real brilliant, good. brilliant. Um, I, I mean, I didn't even uh, um click download, and everyone was going a little bit jumpy, so I'm going to wait. I'm not going to download okay. it now. Um, but at least I know that it is. It is, it is there. If uh, it's good. on there, I mean, the, the Steam demo fest was meant to. End yeah. on Monday or something. Uh, yes. So I think you're good. I think you're good. Yeah, I think yeah. if if it, normally good. if they've got a demo, you're at least safe in, until like a month before launch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because uh, even then they they'll cut the demo after launch, but mm, they won't cut it before because that's just drumming up business, right? Yeah, absolutely. A lot of unless a lot the of... demo is atrocious, in which case don't play it. It's atrocious. <laughs> a lot of but then you have neon white and have, like, yeah. taken there. It's just like I'd love to see the data on. What is beneficial in terms of time based mm. versus yeah and conversion games. rates right well, like, oh, yeah yeah hundred thousand people played the demo ten people bought the game um, I guarantee that it's a lot of people play the demo and buy the game oh absolutely it, I mean it, yeah. we've been doing this for like forty years I was going to say <laughs> this is why I'm surprised that they pulled the demo yeah well the game the I game's out isn't it so it's, it's it's a bit different than being kind of a year away and like uh, yeah I guess um. But yeah, I will. I will definitely. I mean, actually, if you have the hype, there's no reason to give away the demo because maybe that might dissuade people. But if people are coming because because it it is a currently a quite a zeitgeisty game, lots of people are talking about it. Mm-hmm. So it kind of makes Good sense that well. once it's out, there's you don't need the demo to be like convincing people. Mm. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I it, wanted I wanted to put because it's like. I want to see if it works. I'm not a mouse and keyboard player. I wanted to see if it works good enough just with controller. Yeah, yeah. And I know. I get my it. motion I'm just... sickness and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So I get like... it. I'm just saying I can understand from the cynical corporate thing that it's like mm. if we're currently really popular, there's no reason to give people an experience they might then say no to mm-hmm. when we've got like mark like we've got this that inertia sense, yeah. mm-hmm. that yeah, will that probably just sell the twenty quid game. Mm-hmm. And then, like, put out a demo, like, when yeah, the demo will come back in like eight months or six months or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I wish it wasn't like that, but it makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. Um. Well, let's get on to a game which is. I mean, we're talking about a game which is out, but let's talk about a game which we played, which is out. Um. Adela, Lucy, you guys have been playing away at uh, Shredder's Revenge, TMNT mm-hmm. Shredder's Revenge. Yeah. It is by the people who made Streets of Rage 4, and you can tell because they get how to keep making arcade brawlers that feel like they always were. Um, is This is just like a modern Hyperstone heist or Turtles in Time. Mm. There's, the obviously, it's snappy to run, but like the, it just, I think, sometimes we forget, because it's a simple genre, just how important the timing of feedback is and i've played brawlers that just don't have this and this feels like i'm on the controller i'm on my fucking bluetooth it doesn't matter like i'm i push the button it, it connects in the and like the feedback of the animations and the hitboxes are all exactly what i would expect as someone who grew up on these games 
which is really important because nice. nostalgia sells these games. But also, it's a tight machine, so it's good gameplay-wise in general, right? Like, it's not just about making me feel like I'm playing it. It's also like, oh, this is also a good... This was honed in the 90s, and yeah. they figured out how to keep the base... I'm sure they've done optimizations that are, make it much better, but it feels like it, and that's a good thing because that's why these games were great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I've, I've been playing it um, on my Steam Deck via yeah, xCloud, and because I was like, oh, do I really want to play this twitchy, you know, brawler on via cloud, but I've experienced no latency, no input lag, It's it just works seamlessly, like, and it, it looks really good and it's really sharp on the Steam oh, Deck, so, yeah, it's, it, it works, works fantastically uh, uh, via the cloud, so. Nice. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I didn't get a chance on stream because I, I was just having too much fun, I forgot, like, uh, normally I would switch from story to arcade mode to try it out. I just played story mode for an hour, took a break, and then played story mode for another hour. I got about ten episodes in. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm exactly where you are. Um, yeah, uh, I'm on episode, episode eleven. 10. Yeah, uh, um, yeah, it's one of those where it's like I'm trying to savor it because I'm jo- I'm enjoying it like so much, but yeah. And it is short. It's, I think there's only like 16, 15, 16 levels. Yeah, I didn't um, look it up because I didn't want to know. But also, mm-hmm. I will say... Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. No, nah, it's fine. I mean, I knew it was going to be under 20 just by yeah. based on like the the plot. Um, like, mm-hmm. the, they, they, there's, they've got the head of Krang's body and they found the legs and the torso. It's like, well, there's yeah. not many episodes left if they've got all the pieces, right? But I will say that... Um, I like that there are sort of there's a leveling up mechanic that really doesn't matter but kind of does like you get more hit points etc if you level up characters and each um episode level has like goals to get like chivos like don't don't get hit by more than two traps or whatever and that will give you bonuses etc and that's a nice way of giving a reason for people who are really into the game to repeat it because sometimes we're, humans are really dumb. It's like, I really like this game, but I won't play it again because I, I finished it. Oh, but I will play it again because on that level, I didn't do this weird thing. Mm. Even though what I really want to do is just play this again. Like, yeah, no, yeah, we cause... need a reason to. But like, that's, they've done, it's such a good balance because I could feel like I played a lot of levels of Splinter and I could feel that the extra hit point or the extra life and like I could feel the difference of leveling up a couple of times, but it really wouldn't have mattered if I hadn't. It wouldn't have changed things that much, but it I did feel like, ah, oh, I was rewarded. Uh, having said that, I will say my number one complaint is how you change characters in story mode was obtuse and I was streaming and I didn't think around it enough because I was on the main map. So what happens is my favorite character is Donatello. You could tell by my controller. Um, <laughs> uh, and he wasn't great in, in a specific, particular level. He was actually awful because I got way better when I switched to Splinter. Because I was like, oh, I'm just going to do one of the non-Turtle characters. Says, when are you ever going to see them? And then I didn't. Then I was Splinter. And I kept beating levels as Splinter and never dying. Like, game overing. So it's just Splinter for the rest of my run. Which is fine for a stream. I'm just playing out, trying out the game, but it's like, I was obsessed with Donatello. I'm trying to, like, nostalgia boner myself. I have to play this game as Donatello, even if this is suboptimal for certain levels. I'm happy to pass a level on stream, because I need to with a different character, and try a different one out, but, like, I want to be able to switch back. And the way you switch characters, I found out immediately after this, the, the stream, is you have to leave, so you have buttons that get into the turtle layer where you can re- look at your chivos and do some weird stuff or you move around levels and you pick things or you can party those are the things they say and then if you hit start and say leave the world map it takes you to the character select screen which you can then select your character and go right back in the world map oh. but it, that's not advertised at all like there's a part of the stream if you watch the vod where i'm literally trying to push every button because i'm like i want to play as my stupid character that i want to play as because I'm eight, and I have my character, and you don't get to play him, I get to play him, right? Like, I'm in that mindset, and it's great, and I don't know how to do it. And never in my wildest dreams would I think, 
leave the game. Like, like make the game think you're quitting, and then you can just switch characters. <laughs> it's like my entirely 100% of my gripes with the game was this small thing, which, again, some people would just be like, I don't know, I hit start, it said exit the world map, I tried that, and it'd be okay. But it's, it's really unintuitive, hmm. and mostly because there's no ear markers, right? There's not like... Press start, and then it'll be like, switch characters, hit X. Leave map, hit X. Anyway, that's my gripe. That's it. The rest worked so well. That's good. That's good. Uh, Lucy, have you played as lots of different characters? Uh, kind of as as with that, or kind of did you pick a character and kind of run through with them? Yeah, just like him, I'm getting my... As he quoted, leveling uh, up. Nostalgia boner. Uh, mm. <laughs> I, I, I'm playing as Mikey, because... Uh, He's my favorite turtle, so um, and yeah, it's, I've just been playing as him. Um, even though, even though I said like, okay, I'm taking my time. I don't want to, you know, overindulge and play it all in one sitting because I'm enjoying it so much. I, I will go back and play as, you know, the other turtles, Casey, April, and stuff like that again. Because I mean, Streets of Rage Four, I played that, you know, quite a few. You hundred percented it, didn't you? I don't think or I hundred percented it, um, but. I definitely played it. I played it like a couple times on PC and maybe once over on Xbox or something like that. Mm. But um, uh, yeah, like I I replay. I'm I'm enjoying it more than Streets of Rage um, mm. Four. Um, maybe because I have you know more connection and nostalgia to the turtles um, mm-hmm. more so than Streets of Rage Four. Uh, I mean Streets of Rage character. Sorry, and it, it's it's just faster and more fluid. I mean Streets of Rage is slower by design. Um, mm. I played as probably the fastest character in that game, which was what's, what's her name, Cherry Hunter Cherry. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, Cherry's really good. Yeah, she had like a dash or something like that, mm. and run and stuff. But um, yeah, so pick the fastest character in that, and even that, it still felt, you know, by design because that's what Streets of Rage is—a bit slow, a bit tanky. This just feels, you know, far more fluid and fast, and the animations are great, as Adil said. Like. It's colourful, it's a property that I have a lot of fondness for. So, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I'm going to replay it a couple of times. Um, I, I've been I've been breezing through it. It's like it's Streets of Rage, like, I found most of those levels easy, but some mm-hmm. of the levels I had to, you know, replay naturally. Yeah. There was one level where I had to, like, get a, you know, handicap for it because it was so hard. <laughs> it was yeah. like, I think it was some elevator level or something like that. I mean, that. this, yeah. this yeah. very much yeah. feels like they know what they're doing, because it's the same devs, right? And they're just like, yeah. this yeah. is not... This is not targeted this is for 40-year-olds. Yeah, Kids is will the, play this too. <laughs> this is for the 40-year-olds who were 8, and the 8-year-olds yeah. who were 8. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because right? titles like, have it, been around for every generation yeah. where Streets of Rage had um, so. so I did not breeze through this game, because this game also made me feel like the old school games because there's like episode three or four or something like that is you're on the skateboard and it's oh, yeah. a like a vehicle level and yeah. Uh, that, yeah and and there were certain enemies that as donatello on the hoverboard were really hard to hit really hard to hit and i like struggled um, I and just it did rem- like the uppercut thing that Mikey has. I don't know. If yeah, so, so Donatello doesn't have like a. Right. Yeah, it, it was. F- it's fine, right? Because you do get other characters, and like, and that's when I switched to Splinter. But like, I really like. I I died, and I was like, oh shit, I died. And then I played again, and it was like, oh fuck, I'm not gonna get through this. <laughs> uh, and then I didn't, and then I switched to Splinter, and like, mm-hmm. Splinter's also kind of not that fast, kind of mm-hmm. ranged, but just like slightly different. And that difference in speed and more of his move animations made, like, there were certain enemies that were taking me ages to kill. They're, like, foot soldiers with the rocket packs that do the three shots sort of at an angle. They're just really hard to time. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think, well, air depth-wise in these games. Use your um, dodge B. Um, yeah, it wasn't working. Dodge roll. Oh, okay. Oh, well, no, I could, I could <laughs> not get hit. I just couldn't hit them because Donnie was right. so slow in his jump attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Splinter, who was not that much fi- faster, like the first time I saw them, I was like, oh, I didn't get hit. I killed two, two of them in a row. It's like, ah, which I really appreciate because that means there's a 
point to playing the other it's not skins right it's not just like which is your favorite they all kind of act the same it's like oh actually no this is functionally different and mm. these guys are so easy but also yeah. i know in the boss fight donnie because he had range and it was a moving vehicle would have been way easier to do the boss fight like i, I just having played both characters in that level I really appreciate that, but also I was just like, ah, yes, old games where there was a stupid vehicle level and all the things you learned don't matter because everything's different. Ah-ha! They even included this! They're very good, those levels. I've enjoyed every single level so far. And yeah, maybe I I just put the OP turtle because I I wish I put it on hard because this is... Oh, you also are playing at OK or whatever the middle level is? The middle one, yeah. Yeah, And it's just like, yeah, this is... It's almost a joke how easy it is with mm. Mikey, at least. Well, I was gonna say there, I, I basically didn't have trouble. Like as on stream, sometimes you can be like, "Oh, I'm trying to be entertaining, and my skill level is dropped." And in this game, it was like it did, but it didn't matter to the point where it's like, "Okay, I'm at the end of a boss, and I can like." I notice I'm being sloppy, but I'm looking at his health bar and my health bar, and I can just yeah. face roll the rest of this. Exactly. Like, I'm I just, just know like, I can face roll this. It's like I've usually got all my lives left by the time I hit yeah. the boss, and it's like, yeah, because they've just finally tuned it to give you a pizza when you need it, so. Um, yeah. Oh, the worst is when you, you do that one level where you're like, ah, uh, I'm, I'm, I've got one hit point. <laughs> yeah, and the pizza's like you die, and, the and you're like, like, and you the die, and then you kill the next, and then you, you kill three enemies. And it's like here's a pizza. It's like fuck you. They didn't, they didn't even touch me. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> but then I did have a, a level where it's like I went way too long at one hit point and got to the pizza, and it was like, mm, ah, yeah. see these simple pleasures you don't get. <laughs> it, yeah, like it's, it's really good. I I, I love Street Fighter Four. It's it's one of those games that does. You mean Street Fighter Streets Four or Streets of Rage Four? Oh, fucking hell, yeah, Streets of Rage Four. <laughs> fucking hell. I was like, um, Ben's like, fuck this brawler talk. I yeah. want to talk fighting yeah. games. Um, Streets of Rage Four. I I do really enjoy Streets of Rage Four, and it's one of those games that pulls me back in a lot. I'm like, well, I've got like ten minutes. I'll just you know bash away at that for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like this seems like it sits in the same kind of space, right? That you're kind of like, yeah, I've got 10 minutes. I'll just I'll just do a quick level or I'll just jump yeah. in as a different character and sort of do something else. And it's kind of... Uh, we've kind of alluded to it a little bit. One of those where you maybe have a little bit of nostalgia for early Mega Drive games and, you know, Streets of Rage and those kinds of things. Or you've got a bit of nostalgia for the Turtles. Do you think there's a, like a, especially with it being the same kind of um, uh, dev publisher, is, is there a little bit of competition with this kind of stuff between these kinds of games? You know, are the, are the devs like, right, Streets of Rage 4 has had its time. It's 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 mm-hmm. done all the sales we need. We can see that it's tailing off. This is then. This is then when we want to release Turtles. We're already working on it. We know it's going to come out. It fits our mold really well. We're going to be I able know. to hit this kind of. So is this is this the optimal time that we should release? I, it? I think maybe with something like Streets of Rage, you could have that timing. But the world of intellectual property is just too complicated for me to believe that the developer could sit on a thing for eight months because of the previous property, mm. like. Mm-hmm. This is ter- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like they, they were commissioned to make the game probably on the back of their success of Streets of Rage Four, mm-hmm. and then there were timelines that corporate set and like, yeah, because you have to remember, we aged out of watching Ninja Turtles, but there are like seven Speak other per- versions of the series. I, I, I mean, sorry. Out of anything. <laughs> I mean, have you seen? Have you seen all the series? No, the last one I watched, I think, was one that was only like the mid two thousand. I was gonna say the last one I watched was when they introduced Venus de Milo, and I was so pissed at the fucking misogyny of introducing a female turtle and making her a a work of Renaissance art versus a Renaissance artist. It's like wow. that's fuck you. <laughs> don't don't do it right or don't do it at all. Um, but there's there's a a, a new cartoon right in the last yeah let's say three or five years there were there was one in the in the like late teens 
with all and I think there's one new as fuck like <laughs> yeah yeah there's like this one being there's like probably been five series and I've seen two maybe three of them mm-hmm. um yeah. and that's what I mean about like I have lost touch with its cultural importance to kids mm. which has actually been I mean obviously it's not it's stopped being the number one kids show when we stopped on our era but it still was a kids show that people watch and it's yeah. and they've come up with new iterations and they have market share and so there's no way this game didn't have tight timelines or like like corporate oversight in that way i just don't oh, buy okay. that like they could have planned around that mm. mm-hmm. i think with something like the turtles you've got even though it's probably coincided with something like a new show or something like that or comic series i don't know it's it's just evergreen, so it's like put this out any time. There's going to be several generations of people wanting to play it. But um, yeah, oh uh, yeah, I agree yeah. that it is evergreen. I just don't agree that like they sat on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That they could, they would have the option. I yeah. guess. I I hope they like, I hope they get to make like other licensed ones, like X Men or Simpsons, or even if it's oh, like man. a property, like I don't know, a new property. Let's say. Uh, Stranger Things or something, something I have no great love or affinity to or something like that. Just this kind of model is just great for, like, licensed characters, you know? Yeah, because like... if the gameplay's decent and they are very good at it, it's more mm. than decent. I mean, yeah. this is why those arcade games were, li- were licensed in the first place, right? Then In mm-hmm. the 90s, you had this game times a million. Like, the er- original brawlers were random things, like that King Arthur game great early 2d brawler um and then it was like oh if we license it people play this one versus king arthur and then it and a lot of them were okay or good like mm-hmm. the simpsons one was more good than it deserved yeah to be you've got the foundation just slap yeah. some you know different skins on it and but what i go. like about this yeah. is this didn't feel like streets of rage 4 so, so like no, it's not it's, a, it's not a cynical reskin it, exactly that that's kind of like part of uh, i suppose part of my point it, it it has gone through a lot more development it isn't just kind of like oh we could just bash this out in 6 months time just reskinning okay. streets of rage 4 and then kind of release it like it is a maybe not a ground up kind of game but there's a lot of code that they could probably use in 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 the same kind of engine and stuff but yeah, but it's it, still a different beast. Yeah, and it, but it, it is a different beast. And it, it, it seemed from what I watched of you so playing it the other day, um, Ado, it, it, it's very different in terms of the flow and how it actually kind of like works and those sorts of things. It is a different Again, and, and like Lucy said, even the speed of the enemies and stuff, it's just, it's just a different it's, game. It's, yeah, it's so much faster paced and it's like uh, you can, it's much easier to like juggle characters and, you know, just oh. keep them in the air again. T- really long combos like oh yeah like hun- in the hundreds <laughs> yeah i was like i found a couple of spots where it's just like well this is just gonna go until my finger gets tired this is great <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i just i just prefer this faster paced gameplay yeah. in general so um, well also there's a point because you like your special builds up oh based on your like hits basically as far as i can tell right and so if you do find one of these exploit spots where you're just like, hey, this, <laughs> these two mousers are just going to bounce against the wall, uh, which I also like that they treat the walls of the screen as walls, even if mm-hmm. they're not functional walls. That's a really smart thing to do because it encourages juggling in the way that those original games never did. Because they... Mm-hmm. God, the... Streets of Rage 2, you'd knock a guy out, like you, 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 you'd get the throw, you'd throw him out, he doesn't oh die, and then you have to wait like 15 seconds on. for him to slowly walk back <laughs> yeah. on screen just to punch him again, and he only needed the one extra punch, and you're like, for fuck's sake, game. And this would happen all the time. Mm-hmm. And then in this game, it's like, no, they'll bounce off the wall. Great. Not only will you not have that waiting time, but also gives you more interesting gameplay opportunities mm. if you can exploit the bounce. Which you can. Yeah, yeah I think it's, it's, it's that's just really good. It, it, it's it's like the perfect summer game, and mm. yeah, I'm really glad it came to Game Pass. Nice. <laughs> oh god, yeah, that, and the fact that it's if you've got Game Pass, you can just play this game, and it costs yeah. you nothing extra is ridiculous. Costs nothing and just rewards so much because it's 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 so fun. It's 
nostalgia and a it's just all the nostalgia and the music's great. We didn't even talk about the music. Yeah, it's fantastic. Oh, the I'm music gonna, is great. Yeah. I'm just gonna. It's, it's, I mean, Streets of Rage Four had a few okay tracks, but it wasn't. It wasn't like the popping soundtracks of you know Streets of Rage of Yore. Yeah, it was kind of like uh, I will a say bit lackluster. Whereas this is just st. Bit... I'm gonna listen to this on like. Whatever you kids listen to, Spotify or whatever it is. You kids, Spotify. I will say the intro movie was mostly the same lyrics of the Turtles theme that I know, but not the Turtles theme that I know. And so my brain immediately wanted to sing along, but the the pacing between notes and verses was different, even though the the lyrics are the same. And it was like, "Ah." Yeah, but it was just, again, we're talking like, that theme song is like built into my autonomic nerve system. Like there is a timing <laughs> that it should happen in, and it didn't do it. And I was like, "Oh fuck, what?" Well, uh, you can tell the, you know, what is it? Dot emu devs mm-hmm. know what they're doing because I let that intro uh, video play with the music, and I was like, well, "What if I don't press A and just let it stay here?" And it looped. So they know yeah, what they're doing. Nice. So, so, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I just let that. The only like reason I didn't five minutes the first time yeah. I started. <laughs> I, the only reason I didn't listen to it again was because I was streaming. But you know what oh, I did right, when yeah, I was streaming yeah. was I stopped everything, turned my mic down, and <laughs> the like the audio up to make sure everyone could just enjoy what was happening. Yes. Yeah, and I might go watch that uh, that movie uh, maybe this weekend. Which movie? Uh, you mean not? the the original nineteen nineties movie? Yes, the very rubbery oh, one. Fucking yeah. so good. Look, I love Secret of the Ooze. Secret of the Ooze, yeah. Like it, it's so good, but but the OG movie is so wonderfully dark. Uh-huh. Um, in 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 tone and in and, and literally uh, like <laughs> it was not filmed. But like the it, it, the thing is, Secret of the Ooze was well lit, and it it should. They had better suits, but the suits looked more fake. Mm-hmm. Although I mean, the animator, there's some documentaries because uh, hmm. I I definitely uh, I miss my old Blu-ray collection. I bought the first Blu-ray collection of TMNT that series that was available, and it had all kinds of weird bonus stuff, and it was mm-hmm. in this weird case. But one of the things that it had was bonus features on behind the scenes on the animatronics. And I'm sure you could find those on YouTube. Like, look mm-hmm. up the T Secret of the U, Secret of the U's animatronic stuff. It's oh, crazy it. how, like, it, it makes sense in like hindsight, but like these are just robot mouths that they sunk sync to actual speech. But those are totally divorced things, and they look crazy. Like they look fake, but they they move real. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Well, like, at no point did you not think, oh, this guy's not talking. Them. You just thought he was a puppet. The thing is, the talking was crazily not really attached to the talk. Like, the speech and the movement of the mouth aren't are in sync by a, like, pure grit almost. And it, it's worth looking into. Boy, do I miss practical effects. Is what I'm yeah, saying. I mean, it was just the craftsmanship that I used to go into those films was just on another level and we've lost it yeah. it's just crap CGI with crap Marvel movies but um, I digress as a, mm. I mean I'm going to digress very slowly now um, but I always remember um, as a kid them being Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles yeah, because well, yeah. Um, what? yeah so I've just looked this up um, in this, the U- this is in a the weird UK, British thing isn't it? the, the censorship yeah. board in the UK basically didn't like violence in kids TV so they didn't uh, so ninjas was basically like a no-go area. Um, so they had to change it to Hero Turtles. Um, so the theme tune was Teenage Mutant Hero, Hero Turtles, Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles, rather than ninjas. Um, and on um, what I'm just reading, it suggests that they didn't like ninjas, but I'd also then reverted to nunchucks. So there's lots in the UK version of the movies there's lots of edited out scenes of Michelangelo using nunchucks. So basically, Michelangelo does no fighting. <laughs> Wait, what? The, they took uh, in the oh, UK. Leo has pizza. swords. Um, <laughs> swords, mate. I mean, who gives a shit about swords? I mean, swords have been well, in the I UK do... uh, history for oh, years. I, I'm gonna nunchucks, have to look though. This... None of those foreign fucking weapons. 
get those fucking yeah, that, things the, out of it. What with the UK government being xenophobic? No, I think it's because people seriously hurt themselves. <laughs> Can you I mean, imagine everyone who watched Lee? That's what I'm saying. Everyone who watched a Bruce Lee. <laughs> Yeah. Film. So Nunchucks probably coming into Jackie in Chan era as well. <laughs> Everyone, every you know Westerner in you know would have bought Nunchucks and seriously, they would have knocked their front teeth out. So oh. let's be real. Yeah. So yeah, we don't I have the best uh, dental health care. Yeah. I don't think that so. exists anymore, right? This is released yeah. as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We don't have that level yeah, that of censorship yeah, yeah. still around the turtles yeah. within the UK. <laughs> But I yeah, mean, I, I, I say this, I, but nunchucks were also illegal in Canada in the same way as, like, um, butterfly knives were. They were in the same category of, like, pop culture bannings of weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know if that's ever been changed. They didn't even pizza in the British one. They ate beef wellington. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And Splinter well was done. governor rather than uh, fucking, you know, <laughs> sensei. Um... <laughs> Hello, Gaffer. Hello, Governor. What's going on? I need. I need to go and get that shredder, fella. Yeah, right. Don't uh, use your nunchucks. Need... Oh, it's fine. Use your sword. It's all right. I need. <laughs> I need the turtles to have like a different British regional <laughs> accent, like oh one's yeah, Geordie. I mean, <laughs> it's like it's like J J M Turner. Um... Leonardo's from Essex. No, but their um... name would change, right? <laughs> I'm trying to no, think of other famous same. painters from from the, the all, UK. All the all the British, yeah, all the British, like oh, uh, uh, like ten of the century, I guess impressionists or whatever, yeah, something yeah, something where yeah, yeah, where Brit- British art was yeah. actually lauded. Yeah. Donatello, yeah. the smartest one, is going to have like a thick yam yam accent. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, now I really want to. I've got my double barrel, mate. I don't need my, sh- my nunchucks. I've got me double oh, barrel. Oh man, I wish I was better at art so that I would make this. Oh, but wait, hold on a second. Would so they would be middle aged? Mm-hmm. Would they be turtles? I mean, they'd be yeah, turtles, they'd be but the they'd exact be same, they'd be as fucking British. they'd be as pale as they could possibly be. Oh, there'll be albino turtles, not yeah. mutant turtles. Yeah, go for it. Uh, oh, let's let's finish our chat there. For That's the fair. episode on uh, on turtles and on the games that we have been playing, um, and jump back into oh, the beer. I will just oh. say this: this makes me want that Konami collection so much more. Oh yes, yeah, it's coming out. Is it this Soon. year? Still, it is, it's meant to be this year. I think so. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. This I, is I, like I, such I a Tate teaser for. Mm-hmm. What if you could just buy twelve of these? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was I'm like, yes. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry. Continue. The beer, the, Brilliant. The beers we've been drinking. The beers we've been drinking. Um, I'll jump in with the Pomona Island uh, because it did change as I was mm. drinking it. That that kind of very burnt, roasted, uh, licorice note did subside slightly and a bit more of the lactose came through. A little bit of sweetness kicked in towards the back end, but right towards the back end. Uh, um, like not even the last half. It's 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 even less than that last quarter of this beer, perhaps when that flavour, when those notes had started to subside slightly, that it, it opened up a little bit, but not much. Um, Lucy, you don't like licorice. This is not the beer for you. Um, okay. It's oh, it, it, it's kind of Pomona Island are usually like knockout yeah, beers yeah. and they usually mm-hmm. hit it. And this might be exactly what they were going for, but. If you don't like licorice, stick away from this beer. If you do like licorice and you love it, absolutely pick this up. This will be exactly for everybody. Um, Adol. Um, I will say this is... The malts came a lot more through in the last third, two-thirds. Well, mm-hmm. half to last third. Um, as the more standard flavors I got, my palate got used to. Um, I will say still a bit dank, still a bit sweet, but... Mm-hmm. A lot more of the malts, almost a like a breadiness came through, which just really like flat fleshed out what I think was missing when I said, "Oh, this feels like kind of standard uh, IPA," and there's no problem with that. But it's like, oh, actually, there is this underlying breadiness that it gives it a bit more depth. Still quite light in a, in a way that I was expecting it to be heavier, but like, yeah, really tasty. Slight slight bit of fruit fruitiness uh, again. I think the tin said something about being dank, and I, it has a pininess, mm-hmm. 
and a resinous, but I think in the beginning that sort of more sweet uh sort of quintessential IPA flavor was was the predominant thing and by the end it was like oh actually the malts and that slightly breadiness are the predominant flavor and maybe in the middle the dank might have been at the surface but I'm really surprised I'm always surprised when the flavor text is like oh it's this and you're like I see this but I see so much well I taste this and I taste other things way more but that again my palate is different your palate may vary. Is that a thing? Is that a yeah? Um, well, absolutely. Yeah. YPMV. Absolutely. That's a that's a tanked up ex exclusive term. YPMV. But no, it's really tasty. I, regardless. Never be used again that time. Oh, I I'll remember it. it well, yeah, well, <laughs> I didn't remember it. <laughs> I only like IP anus. Yeah, IP anus is very good. Yeah. I'm very happy with that one still. <laughs> news games as well. We come with news games. That's always. Oh yeah, I was thinking on the beer front. No, news games. Is, I I still think make better sense than any other term that other people have have used. Yeah. Good. Okay. A, a lovely place for us. And if you don't know, listen to the rest of the three and thirty episodes <laughs> to figure out what the fuck we're talking about because we're not I'll defining it. it here. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, good. They've been the beers. That we have drunk this episode and the games that we have been playing. If you want to let us know what you've been playing or what you've been drinking, uh, you can go to at Tanked Up Cast on all of the socials. I'm at Nova underscore 47. Lucy is. Juicy Loose Nine. And Adel is. We're at the Omniarch. Uh, and if you've been playing Turtles and you want to jump into a multiplayer game, find oh, yeah, some friends. Do Don't come to us. So. <laughs> I don't want to ruin the outro, but I have no urge to not play this, to play this with people who aren't in the room with me. Yeah. Like, I get it. It's the modern era, but like my, I want to, I want to sit down with a friend and play through that game or two other, you know, three friends yeah. or whatever. But like, I want to play it in the same room. That's what this game would excel at. Same thing with Streets of Rage 4. We did try doing it online with a remote play and it was fine but also we were on discord uh, that aged me by about three years so um yeah. i just want to play this in my bed on my steam deck alone yeah with the lights off with the curtains closed <laughs> that's naked fair. that's how i'm going to say it's fair as michelangelo would want you to with um, a pizza not the turtle the the renaissance yeah uh, um yeah. you know artist Art. looking, not even an artist Art just renaissance man um would 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 like you to Exactly how he envisaged the future. Um, <laughs> Le Good. Leonardo da Vinci created helicopters before his time. Michelangelo, someone playing a Steam Deck with a yep. pizza, <laughs> and the game they were playing has this weird turtle version of himself that just has his name. As long as you're naked, Michelangelo is absolutely happy yep. with it. Yep. Um, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> Weirdly. Exactly. <laughs> We're historic as well as crude. Um, join us oh, for no. another 300-odd episodes um, <laughs> and go to outoflives.net to find all of those and all the other things that we write and produce and the games that we play and the streams that we do. You can get us out of Lives Network on Twitch or on YouTube to see our beautiful faces and the beers that we have been drinking. Thank you very much for joining us this week. We've been tanked up and we shall see you very soon. Goodbye. Uh, tubular dude. <laughs> <laughs> www.outoflives.net No, my outro is just a laugh. It's just going to be <laughs> laughing. I, I was going to try and come up with a turtle's quip, but actually... A radical? Uh, cowabunga? Yeah, a cowabunga would be the classic. Mm. I, the thing is, so Donnie's my favorite character. <laughs> he doesn't have a s specific tagline. Because he's boring. He's not boring. <laughs> he is. He Why made the, the turtle van turtle? out of scrap. Well, the rest I, of them all hang out could... being cool, and Donnie's head is like, no, I've got work to do, exactly. mate. Exactly. Yeah. Look, I know I picked the nerdy character, and I was too nerdy as a kid to realize he was nerdy. <laughs> 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 he made the the. So there's an episode where they have the 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 rocket skateboard, and 
As I was gonna say, he made the rocket skateboard, and then I realized, yeah, but Michelangelo is the one who took it and got into mm-hmm. trouble with it. Oh, yeah, I was an idiot child. Of course, <laughs> Michelangelo was the cooler one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>